kick, jump, and punch your way to victory in Kung Fu. Welcome to Nostalgia, a chronological exploration of every NES game in North America. I'm Mike. I'm Sean. I'm Sam. Joe here. Whoa. <laughs> What's up, Joe? Changing it up. Yeah. Changing it up. I was, I was expecting just, to say, and I'm Joe. Uh, who would have guessed it? Joe yeah. not being here. Uh, okay. It's Kung Fu time. I hope everybody, you know, is at least a yellow belt. There's definitely none of us are black belts well, uh, just looking around I, this room. In, uh, in take one, I did take one uh, I when I was, was a kid. I was a, a black belt. You were a black belt? Yeah, but it was like, I feel like, looking back on it, it was pretty BS that they could give a black belt to, like, a 10-year-old or an 11-year-old or It's something. like, yeah, it's not a real black <laughs> yeah, belt, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Joe, were you being serious? I, I was when I was, like, in high school, but I haven't... That was a long time ago. All right, so we'll have to talk about if these skills translate at all into video games. <laughs> to, to the video games. Uh, specifically, the 1985, uh, one of the 17 launch games, Kung Fu Asterisk, uh, as it's sometimes known. Now, I really tried to do some digging on why it's called Asterisk. Uh, well, it was not, but like why it's there in the corner. And the only thing I could really get a concrete answer on was that the Asterisk is there because it's made by Irem on the back is like... What it says in the asterisk, so it's like Kung Fu, but made by Irem Studios, not made by Nintendo. Not, not to be like, confused with the any other Kung right, Fu. Right, right. Don't be confused with Kung Fu. This right. is Kung Fu. It's for not Irem. actually the martial art known yeah. as Kung Fu. Right now, Irem, uh, we've heard them once before. Does anybody want to take a guess on uh, what other game they made for the NES that that I, launched with it? I, I know. I. Yeah. I know the answer. Oh, okay, well, we all know the answer. Uh, everybody knows the answer. Yard fight. It's ten, ten yard, yard fight, fight. and. One one thing I noticed was that the uh, the sound in Ten Yard Fight that's like the only sound you hear of just them the feet moving the that one <laughs> is this is in the background of this game. it's so close yeah, yeah it's almost the same it, it sounds the same just the cadence uh, yeah. is different the yeah cadence it's a different, different tone but it's like the same rhythm I think. All right, but before we jump into what this game is about, let's do some initial impressions. Uh, Sean, I had a lot of fun with this game. It was. Um... It was hard, but it wasn't hard in the same way that our previous game was, where it just felt cheap and poorly designed. This was hard because it was designed to be hard, because it's a really short game, and there are only two different versions of it, which I think are slightly different difficulties. And um, I, I think that it felt good for what it was, and it felt a little, like, fighting gamey, even though it wasn't really a fighting game. Mm. Sam? Yeah. Um, first impressions, well, as someone who read the manual, uh... Sam the Manual Smith. And it had all these different, com- not combinations, but it's like if you go, if you hold, if you jump and then move forward, then you can do moves in the air and stuff. And I'm like, okay, this is kind of cool. Uh, and it just, it did feel really clunky. I could appreciate it. It was like a fun beat-em-up game, and I liked that the moves come out really fast and really crisp. It was just, it was just really lacking, and there was just this little bit of clunkiness and a couple of things that I think just really prevented it from being really fun off the bat. Right, uh, Joe. Uh, so yeah, my initial impression, I, I felt like it had a really good, a good rhythm. I guess it was very kind of like Sam said, the moves came out fast; they're really crisp. Um, and it was, it was pretty simple. That was my initial impression because it does get a little weird later in the game, but. Uh, <laughs> Level one's pretty simple. Uh, you know, you're just fighting guys that are coming at you. Uh, Joe, Joe, interesting... that's floor one. Sorry, level <laughs> yeah. level one. That Jeez. was uh, 
that was what what am, what am I thinking? Did I even play this game? <laughs> um, floor one was pretty simple, so my initial impression uh, was pretty positive. Yeah, and uh, I think that this game um, it oozes a lot of style. Uh, I, when I first uh, booted it up and said like, "Oh, this is uh, a launch game," it was kind of a little advanced in other areas that the other NES launch games weren't. We didn't have a beat 'em up yet. Uh, this was the first of that kind, and also just like. One underappreciated thing that wasn't in my first impressions, but just something I kind of noticed on the way was you can go forward and backwards, which is something that even, uh, you know, soon to be reviewed Super Mario Brothers, you can't do. Mm-hmm. You don't get to go backwards in that game. So it's kind of cool that you have like this yeah. roam and through the level. strange that like you go left. Yeah, you start going left. It, it's and a really weird, weird yeah. feeling. But right. in, J- in Japan. But on the second floor, you go right. It's like I'm just saying, like yeah, but it's almost like you're zigzagging. Yeah, yeah, you're zigzagging for sure. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna talk a little bit about the objective of the game because we mentioned it's a beat 'em up, but there's this one has like a little bit of a story to it, which is kind of fun. Uh, you don't really find out until like you get through the second floor that there's a story Strange at all unless you, unless you read the manual unless you read the manual in case you find save out all Sylvia about Thomas from Mr. And X. Sylvia. yeah yeah <laughs> this is the end of Thomas <laughs> yeah you have to save Sylvia from Mr. X um a very mysterious guy for sure but he has a pretty evil laugh mm-hmm. that's pretty crazy this game has yes. voice acting yeah yeah i like that yeah except that reminded me of uh, final fantasy 6 that famous that famous weird laugh in there. Yeah, it did, it did sound... Um, it, it definitely sounded like ahead of its time to have voice acting. Uh, but I think we can kind of break this down like on a floor-by-floor floor way. I think that's like a cool way of talking about the, uh, yeah. talking about the game. So let's just go floor one. If I could start... Yeah. Um, so the most common enemy, uh, and I think is it, it's pretty, it saturates uh, floor one. Uh, the the pink and was it green? I, I don't, it wasn't green. Your green is the mini guys. Yeah. So the, what are we gonna call those? The, little people? I I think yeah, they're called I the. The, 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 I call them the snugglers, like yeah, <laughs> because they really just them. walk up to you and they, they just kind of hug you, and then they'll they'll form like a. Like a conga line on you, and yeah. it looks ridiculous. It, it does look ridiculous. <laughs> right? They don't attack. They don't attack. They just your health they, just they, drains. I like that they hold their hand you. up as they get close to you. They hold your, uh, their hands up like they're gonna karate chop you, and, and then they, 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 they hug. hug you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, right off the bat, it's got yeah. a really weird feeling to it because I'm not like I, I get that they're trying to like wrestle you down. Like that's I think that's what they were trying to to get with that, but it just looks really silly. And this thought never occurred to me when I was playing the game. Like, it's so true. It's crazy to think about. You have to, if you're hearing this right now and thinking we're making it up, you have to play the game because that's exactly what happens. Three guys will be like, like pretty much like, you know, touching each other, like hugging them, hugging you. Can we make the icon for this episode of the Congo line? I think we need to. I think yeah, so too. I, I think that, that will be the thumbnail. Um, but what's crazy about that is then immediately after that, you're like, oh, that's kind of weird. That's how enemies behave in this game. And it's like, no, because there's a guy who's about to throw knives everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Like, Yeah. And that's the, the first real threat in the game. Yeah. Um, and uh, they just keep throwing the huggers at you. And then you get like you get a boss. And um, I, I actually I think I died many times before I even got to the boss, which yeah. is why I, I initially and then once thought you like finally do get to the boss, he messes you up. Oh yeah, he'll mess yeah. you up. This is the yeah. sword guy, right? That, that's yeah, sword the sword guy. guy. Right. 
and and I really like that sword guy. He there was a good feeling of like evenly matched once you kind of like you kind it's there's kind of like is he gonna duck and yeah it definitely you know, feels, he feels like as duel. powerful as you yeah so it feels yeah. yeah it feels very like I did one on one I did think I, I don't know because you just you, your guy doesn't move very fast and he his moves don't reach very far either. Okay, so I think we should talk about yeah. that before we before we move on too far. Is just like talking about like how how you fight before we talk about how like the other people fight. Yeah. So I think like you know you do have an impressive amount of moves here. You've got your you know your punch, your crouch punch, your kick, your low kick. You can punch and kick in the air. So you have a lot of options here, but. I personally found the hitbox to be a little weird here. Sometimes mm-hmm. if I hit really early, it would connect. Other times if I hit really late, it you know, like even though I'm technically I'm seeing I'm touching them, it would just kind of like clip through them and they would be able to hug me. What was uh, everybody else's did you feeling? Find, yeah. Did you find that once once you were being hugged, you could only get them off you by ducking and striking? Well, like whenever I tried to actually, punch while I was standing. In the manual it says just a button if, you mash. Get, if you get yeah, it says a button mash. But it doesn't use oh, that. Really? Yeah, it doesn't use that word. It, it's, yeah, yeah. I no, but I, 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 that's what I was doing too. I was mashing the buttons, yeah. and I, I found yeah. that that shakes them off pretty fast. Yeah, they, they kind of crumple after that. Yeah. But going back to uh, your question about how we felt about the controls, um, the hitboxes and reactivity of them, I found that like they weren't where I would intuit them to be. Like my punch didn't have the range that I thought it did, and my kick didn't have the range that I originally thought it did. But mm-hmm. once I I, I punched and kicked a few guys. Then I was able to adapt. I really, I feel like I didn't. It didn't matter which one you did. I, I don't know if one did more damage than the other one or whatever. I think uh, punch has a lower range. Uh, punch has a lower range. Yeah, that was the only difference I noticed was the distance. But I, but I could tell a punch did the same amount of yeah. damage as a kick. So I would just low kick for most of it, just because I, I felt like that. I thought low kick was just like a stylish yeah. way of doing it. Like yeah. I really enjoyed the satisfaction and of I barely punched. I was kicking people I, everywhere. I tried the uh, I tried yeah, the kick I the was too. jumping moves also, and I, I feel like there's no situation <laughs> where that is any good. Well, the the thing that yeah. was driving me to play in a certain way, and and I, it's funny that we. We would talk about how we didn't really pay attention to scores, but in this game, the score is important because you get an, a very important like one up once you hit fifty thousand. Mm. And if you kill enemies with dirt, certain moves, you get more points. So if you oh, if that. you punch a regular hugger, uh, you get two hundred instead of the one hundred you get with the kick, which I think is an interesting way to oh, make okay. you like balance. Like, am I trying to rack up my score? Or am I trying to play safe with a with a way that I think is more uh, conservative? Yeah, and that's a very good point uh, there, Sean. About like you definitely want the one up, mm-hmm. and like that's something where it's like you know we don't think about it anymore, really, lives in video games. But in this one, it's short enough to kind of justify lives, right? Like yeah. it's not like you know I have to get to world eight four, and then it's like oh no, if I die here, I have to start all the way back in one one. It's like. There's only five floors, but I need these lives to make sure that, like, by the time I get to floor four and I'm facing the Black Magician, it's like I got to make sure I have lives ready to take him down. Exactly. And getting past all those freaking moths. Yes. Uh, Okay, so we're kind of, we got through floor one. You defeat the sword guy, who we all kind of agree is, like, a good starter villain. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then you get to floor two, and things just get, like, 
mythical. They get ridiculous. <laughs> like yeah. stuff's falling from the ceiling. You got eggs that are hatching in front of you, and then a dragon pops out of the egg and it breathes fire at you. And the fire does a lot of damage. Yeah, you gotta crouch before it gets you, or you can just try and run by him before it it gets that thing out there. And the little snake guys. Can the you, snakes are. Can you do anything? Do you have to jump? You have over to jump them? over them. Yeah, because I tried low kicking them, over, and yeah. they just, the snakes. I they feel go like my foot. I want to. I want to believe that it was like just a a coding error, but the snake shouldn't. It should not do that much damage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like half damage. Yeah. Yeah. The the snakes. Really, everything on the second floor kind of uh, was like a shock from like like what is this building where the first floor has regular like regular. I don't know, hugging people, <laughs> knife throwers and people with swords. And then the second floor has snakes, dragons, bombs, and then like tiny ninjas that tumble over you. So I was I was very uh, the com- shocked by The combination of the three, too, is also like a little ridiculous. Like you have the snakes, the dragons, and these like bomb things. And to, to avoid one of them, it usually winds up with you getting hit by another one of the other things. Like Sean was watching me play very poorly as I continued <laughs> to try to like dodge my way out of a snake only to be hit by one of the pellets of the bomb or try to jump over the dragon and then a snake egg hatches and the snake runs right through me. And then you'll get past all of that and then a, a pot with a snake in it will just hit mm-hmm. your head. I think Yeah, it, and there are those there are those things just, that shoot the three little projectiles. Yeah. And you have to kind of get between them. Like those are very difficult to avoid. And I, I feel like just coming from the first floor where you kinda go into it and you're thinking, okay, I got all these guys, I got people that hug me, I got people that throw knives at me. And I got this sword guy. And then you go to the next level, and it's just, like, you're just not prepared for it. And then you have to do the whole thing yeah, over Yeah, like, again. none of that's yeah. there anymore. Luckily, it's only half of that floor. Um, and then it gets a little bit more um, uh, standard. Um, but then you got the boomerang right. guy at the end of there. Right, but we also get introduced to the little people. Can't forget the little guys. The little people right. are very strange. And every once in a while, one of those little guys will jump and tumble over you, and then they just keep going. They just it's like they were just trying to get past you. They didn't want to fight you. They just right. go off the screen. I never really thought about that. I, I guess they do. They have no ill will towards the player character. Maybe they're. Yeah, maybe I think we were just making a an assumption. We were like, oh, there's an enemy, and we just kill him. And then it turns out they were just walking by. Maybe they're trying to escape, and oh. they think one of the people who. Are there too? You you kind of look like those other guys. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I I do think that's funny though. I noticed that too. Like if you're crouching, they'll jump over you. Um, but I just feel like they weren't programmed properly. Like they probably <laughs> wanted them to right. jump oh, over yeah, you I'm and sure. then surprise you. But uh, they definitely surprised me when they jumped over me. Uh, okay, so yeah, you get to the boomerang guy, and I think he's a little easier than he sword is, guy. I think so. He could have been the first floor too. boss. Yeah, I think that the uh, the sword bosses I still I think were maybe my favorite boss. Yeah, because I think uh, the the best again. I, I kind of called it a duel earlier, but um, it, it it basically brings like the name of the game, kung fu, where you're sort of like feeling out your opponent um, more to the for, more to the forefront, um, whereas. I think when you're uh, um, skipping ahead a bit into like the third floor, um, you and you're fighting that big like the, the giant with like the big punch. Uh, I like to call him the right. big man. But the then- big man. <laughs> okay, sorry, giant is that a <laughs> derogatory term? Um, but yeah, you're not really like sizing each other up. Obviously, there is there, there's an objective difference in size, and you're really just looking like, okay, should I punch low or should I 
Right. One thing that, and, and I felt like just a few quick crouch kicks killed him pretty easily yeah. compared to the guy on the first level where you had to really, it was like, a, it was like is he going to crouch when I crouch and then I'm dead? Or? Mm-hmm. Yeah. One thing that I was kind of surprised at with the, uh, the first boss anyway, was you go through and it's like a mad dash across the first level, I feel. And then you get to the boss and you kind of have to wait and be a little bit more patient with him, yeah. which I thought in the moment, I thought, oh, this is kind of cool. It's kind of like you really do have to, or your anime, you consider your opponent almost like real Kung Fu. Yeah. But not because yeah. of, of the asterisk. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. But, um, but yeah, I thought that was, I thought that was interesting that it does require you to kind of be patient, which is not what I wanted to do at the time. But also I feel like that's because your character is also really slow. So, so you're making your way to floor three now, uh, and I know we kind of talked about the big man a little bit. I, I know his name is actually pretty similar in the manual. I don't know if you remember, Sam, I, but his I name don't. is kind of similar to that. That's why I was kind of like, I call him the big man, and then when I looked at the manual, I was like, hmm, not that far off. Uh, I'll <laughs> put in the show know? notes. Okay. I'll put in the show notes, whatever he really is. Uh, but they also, they run faster in uh, floor three. Did you notice that? The huggers, they, they, they kind of move a little faster towards you. I didn't you. notice that either. Uh, and there's definitely more of them. They're showing up more frequently now. Knife guy, always up to his surprises. If up you crouch, no good. he's throwing down his feet knives instead of his hand knives. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and can I can I mention one thing that I noticed at the very beginning of the third level or the third floor? is uh, it, So there's a, just suddenly like a plot. If you didn't read the manual, which I didn't, uh, the first two floors are just like, oh, you're fighting people. And then the third floor just says, save Sylvia from Mr. X at the beginning. And I was like, wait, are there characters in this game? Or uh, yeah. who's Sylvia? Not who's even Mr. that. X? And Joe, wh- why can't we just do it? Thomas is right there. Right. Sylvia is tied up. Mr. X is just text. Yeah, this it's a very right. strange placement. At the be- from the beginning, I, from the beginning of level three, I thought uh, Mr. X was the was the big man. Because he was in the level that they mentioned Mr. X. <laughs> Joe, so- Joe. Come on. <laughs> so I looked up the uh, the name of the big man. Okay. It is Giant. Giant is his right. name? His name is, right. his name is just Giant. Oh, uh, man, I thought I thought it was Giant Man or something. Like mm. I, I think he's still Mr. X. I think that's like a hidden layer and, of story that they don't explicitly state. <laughs> I think we have to get there, though, because we'll talk about Mr. X in a little bit. He's floor five. If we're going to just move on real fast to floor four, where all of a sudden it's like there mu- somebody spilled honey yeah. all over the place. Uh, although yeah. <laughs> all, everybody's dead in this room because these uh, these moths, I, I I think they're they're more moths than bees or wasps. Um, yeah, have I just overrun have overrun the place, and uh, they are dangerous. And this is probably the hardest part of the game for me um, because I only got to. Um, our our special friend the the magician the black magician the black magician once um and i never got to to the next floor after that this the floor 4 okay, i'm glad you say that was the end for me because floor 4 was also the end for me and it was that i didn't know he was called the black magician i just called him the unassuming looking guy that throws fireballs and teleports not only name. throws teleports um, joe joe we're teleports. missing a very clear uh, move that oh, no yes. one else in the game i think i know what it is <laughs> you kick his head off <laughs> and he just regrows it <laughs> right i that i was so bad i was like is this a puzzle am i supposed to kick his head off a certain number of times or i had no idea how to get past him and i got to 
him several times, never figured out what the what the answer was to getting past this guy. So I found out that uh, if you want to know the answer, this might be a spoiler. Like this might be a spoiler for other people, but it's worth finding out because it is kind of frustrating. He's kind of goes around on the Kung Fu boards as the one punch man because you have to crouch punch him four times and he's dead. Just four shots with a crouch punch and That's he it? is gone. Yep, that is it. Why is it called the oh, one man. punch man? I don't know why they call him one punch man, but I guess it's because theoretically if you get close enough, you could just pow, 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 pow. Yeah. And, you know, because well, you can register connect one punch. One set the Kung of Fu fan punches. base has some explaining to yeah, do. Yeah, they do have some explaining to do, uh, <laughs> and they have a lot more explaining to do later on. But that gets us through floor four. Uh, so now we're going to talk about floor five. <laughs> Which well, can I say one more thing about floor four? I just want to yeah, see if anyone absolutely. else had this experience. Um, I did. Anyone else get to the point where this one punch man apparently uh, turns into two versions of himself and surrounds you, and you can only hit one of them? That sounds like a glitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did I that think, happen I to think anyone your, else? Your game is haunted. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a glitch because I couldn't hit the one that was towards the direction I was like, trying to progress. I had to go back and kill the other guy, and he would go away eventually. Like and that's then a I could hit the first guy. That's a concept in Bloodborne. Like, did they, just, <laughs> like, did they rip off Kung Fu? Kung Fu is actually a Bloodborne prequel. <laughs> <laughs> so I I looked up the manual. Okay, right now uh, that's a that's. Cheating. <laughs> You're Sam the Manual Smith. I, You're supposed I, to have them in your brain. I know. I Well, here's the thing. Uh, I didn't read the full manual uh, this time because I got... To, it tells you how to play the game real quick, and I just figured that was all I needed to know. But then it goes on to describe every single enemy and obstacle that you come across. And they all have pretty interesting names and... So are you read them in alphabetical order now? Like, yes. like you're just gonna do that now? No, just some things. Just yeah. Some things I noticed. Yeah. Like uh, the first guy, the first boss, not a sword. It's a stick. Stick man. A stick man. He's stick fighting with a. His name is stick. That's a stick fighter. Stick. Yeah. Is it like a what? Like a what's that? Condo? Is it what's? You oh, know, uh, Canto. Canto. Yeah. Can, you know what I'm talking uh, about? Like this. Um, we're all, we are so we're bad. really yeah, bad. I'm sorry guys, for anybody. I mean, that we don't even know cares. what wedges are in yeah. golf. So like, and I don't even know what an what end zone, end zone is. is. <laughs> if you've been following since the beginning, you're not better. smart people. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, so uh, what, Sam, what, what, yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. Give me, give one me one more thing. Uh, the the guys who seem to hug you, they're called the grippers. Oh shoot! <laughs> yeah. Oh, so that was the, intentional. Yeah, so they the do gripper. just hug you. Lots of them come to get Thomas. No specific techniques. Okay, but yeah. this is a localization note. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. this is not the original intention of yeah. this game. Uh, all right, so let's finally get to yeah. floor five, just to talk about Mister X, because there's not too much else going on there. But Mister X, when you look at, it, he's like a punk. He's like a skinny, like little dude. Like he's. He's got like a mullet. The perfect like, foil be played for by Kiefer Thomas. Sutherland. It it's so disappointing. I wish the big man or giant. I uh, wish he was the final boss. I think you've just confirmed it for me that the giant is the real Mister X pulling the strings. I feel like if Kung Fu was a movie, <laughs> that um that that would be like the the you know the third act is the reveal that like. Mr. X was giant, but now this new guy is assuming the role of Mr. X, and now you have to take him down. Like, you saved Sylvia, but now you have to stop him from destroying Tokyo. All right, and so... 
that's pretty much the game. And then when you defeat Mr. X, uh, unfortunately, you just go back to floor one. But now you have like dragon uh, one next to your thing. So it's like every, that's what that dragon icon is for. It's like every time you go through the five floors, then uh, your dragon number goes up so you can show how many times you beat the game in one continuous play. Uh, not that worth it, really. No. <laughs> Does it get any more challenging after you go back around? Is it like a new game plus mode on the NES? Or well, NES there's or? always the B game for that. Yeah, the B right, game is right. the B game is we haven't even first off we haven't even talked about that because I'm pretty sure nobody made it past the floor one of the B game. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty steep difficulty curve there. Right, just lots of grippers coming at you. <laughs> it's a lot of kicking for me, and I just I didn't have it in me. Uh, but so we exhausting. were talking we were talking about giant. Uh, and how like, and then we're talking about, uh, one punch man who should actually be four punch man. man. So another thing in Kung Fu lore is that if you beat the game to get 50 dragons, you would be able to play as Sylvia instead of Thomas. Is that confirmed? So (laughs) I was genuinely interested. This is on a game FAQ board. Like this was like in the guy's walkthrough. He had mentioned this. So I'm like, that sounds pretty legit, but this also sounds like finding Luigi in Super Mario 64. Like, something that's just not yeah. actually possible and people make up. Yeah, it reminds me of the, the Mew truck. Right, and, exactly, and using yeah. strength and, and all that like, stuff. So I looked yeah. it up, and I found this one website where this guy pretty much made it his goal to, like, prove that no... You don't get to play as Sylvia if you beat the game 50 times. And he beat the game like 53 times and she didn't show up. So, unfortunately, <laughs> you're stuck as Thomas. Um, black-haired Thomas, not blonde-slash-brown-haired Thomas from the arcade game. I don't know why they changed his hair for the NES version. <laughs> Uh, this was a popular arcade game, though. It was called Kung Fu Master instead of Kung Fu. Um, and so popular, in fact, that it found its way into the Berlin International Film Festival. Wait, what? What? Is anybody ready for this? Kung Fu Master is a film, a French-made film, that was entered into the uh, Berlin International Film Festival in 1988, so three years after It's an adaptation the game. of the game. So it's not an adaptation is of the game. Is it a documentary of someone playing the game? It is a woman who is in her like 40s who has a daughter she is a teacher at the school and she falls in love with this 14 year old boy at the school who goes to the arcade and plays kung fu oh my god okay what and <laughs> and it's this whole thing where it's like this relationship between them and they actually like kiss in the movie and spend time together and the, her her daughter's ashamed of her and the mom realizes that she can't be like this and that she used to date a much older man so she realizes what this boy is now going through and at the end of the game uh, not the end of the game, at the end of the film Julian, the little the boy, I'm going to call him a little boy, he's 14 and he's dating this 40 year old woman uh, he doesn't know that uh, she's not going to see him anymore. I think her name is Mary Jane, and she's decided that she's just not going to see him anymore. And he goes to the arcade, finally beats Kung Fu Master, the game that we're talking about here, tells somebody at the arcade, I think he, he says to the arcade employee, call Mary Jane, tell her I beat Kung Fu, and she doesn't answer. 
and that's like the end of the movie. <laughs> you're, you're, you're blowing my mind right now. You okay? So I need to to let you guys peek behind the curtain a bit. Uh, before the recording of this episode, Mike said that there was going to be a surprise relating to movies. This was the surprise? This is the movie. Okay, then you, uh, we had different surprises because <laughs> I learned while doing a little bit of research about this game that the game itself is based off of a kung fu movie <laughs> called... Oh my Me- god! Wheels on meals. Not, wheels on not meals? meals on wheels. The uh, like <laughs> wheels the, on. It's meals? called wheels on meals. He works in a food <laughs> truck. This guy Thomas, and he's got a. F- it, it like takes place in Barcelona, like, <laughs> and he's trying to like Thomas is trying to save Sylvia. In Let's that game. the names. Yeah, this yeah. is the deepest. Can I? Yeah. <laughs> please go, Joe. Please tell us. Can I bizarre. interject real fast? So, so I think we mentioned at the beginning of this episode that I'm remote right now. So I, I'm not in the room with them, and I'm at this point pretty convinced that at some point they muted their microphones and said, let's see if we can get Joe to believe these ridiculous <laughs> stories about what movies are connected to this random 1985 arcade game. I honestly think that we have to do an episode that's just a double feature where we watch <laughs> Wheels on Meals and, and Kung Fu Master back to back. and like Maybe it's a live stream thing. Yeah, maybe yeah. we'll just watch them and do our own audio commentary style. tracks over them. Uh I made this stupid joke that I'm I'm going to just mention that I made it but um I left it out of the story. There there's a Easter scene in the Kung Fu Master film where um Mary Jane is hiding eggs and then she's surprised by Julian and I think that was like one of the first video game Easter eggs. Oh. Oh wow. No, you should have kept it out. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most ridiculous. We're so ever. off topic yeah. right now. <laughs> we're, we're on the post show. <laughs> yeah, this is post show. I really territory. feel like there's so much though. Like, like this is the deepest. Not, this I is know. a deep cut. This is such a game. web. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. But that can only mean that we are now entering the essential games list. It's the essential games list, and you're playing games like For Honor, and you're like, why? (laughs) (laughs) I keep playing these. Why are you still playing For Honor? There's 7 million million current users. I can play the video game adaptation of Wheels on Meals. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Instead of For Honor, I could be playing Wheels on Meals uh, Kung Fu Master video game adaptation. Um... And to be honest, that's probably enough, right? Like, you're probably now going to pick this game up. But maybe you want to hear what we have to say if it makes the Essential Games list or not. Uh, The Essential Games list is, like, we vote on it. We're talking about truly special games here, folks. Games, uh, so far, only things on it is Duck Hunt, which was unanimous, and Excitebike, which I'm pretty sure some people's, like, stomachs are turning about the decision (laughs) still. So, uh, there's only... Maybe a little regret. Maybe a little regret. There's only two games in there so far. I still like it. I'm standing Sam still likes it. I still like it. I still like yeah. it, but I don't know if well, I think I might have some rethinking of where to put it. J- Joe, I think I'm going to make a supercut of every time you've said, well, <laughs> Excitebike. Well, you know, uh, I'll, I'll send you more audio files of me saying that if you want to add more. That'd be amazing. Joe, do you want to go first for the Essential Games list? Sure. Um, Kung Fu, I think it was... Uh, it was fun. I wouldn't shy away from playing it if you if you have it around or if you're if you think you can find it. it, it you you definitely probably you definitely won't regret it. But uh, not essential. You might want to add one of the movies to your essential movie list, but <laughs> as the video game, I wouldn't. Yeah. All right, Sam. Here's here's the thing about kung fu. I feel like if you're 
1985 and you don't have or now if and you don't have access to anything else but you do have this game that maybe your parents bought for you and this is kind of all you have for a little bit i think it will get more fun if you put a lot of time into it you know but it's just it's frustrating and it was just not it's, it's not on the list for sure i i was i don't know you just you die over and over and over and over. Oh, you were going to love NES games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know, I know. But it's just like, that's just, that's, that's just enough. It. That's, that's just enough. It. Of a re- I gotcha. Yeah, I mean, nowadays, like, attention spans and everything. Like, I don't have the attention span for this game. I'll say that, you know. I don't care enough to get to level five. Uh, Sylvia's not worth it for me. Sylvia's not worth <laughs> it. Sylvia's not worth it. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag sorry, Sylvia. Yeah. Uh, Sam. Uh, Sean. Yeah, yes. Okay. Um, so I think I like this game more than the rest of you. Um, I think that um, its difficulty curve was appropriate, and I know that there was some jankiness to it, but it was definitely a hell of a lot more responsive than some of our previous games. Mm-hmm. Um, I could feel myself improving on each success- successive run. I really like the like the ridiculous plotting and characters and enemies and i just i always need to waste at least one life on um the hug train um (laughs) and i don't know i i really like this game i'm gonna throw in a vote for this for the essential games list hey wow wow. a little unexpected yeah but okay this is what i'll say about kung fu you know about the films (laughs) <laughs> and when you know about the hugging tree and when you know about uh, the guy's head falling off and coming back on and when you know about the 10 yard fight steps, like when you get deep in this game, when you really fall in love with it, it's a good game. <laughs> this is a game worth playing. But is it essential? No, it's not. And and there's a couple of reasons. You know, I talked about very early on in this, the hitbox, and I don't want to, like, let that just fly by. I seriously think that the hitbox has a huge problem in this game. And there are times where I am, like, so close to the enemy and I do a low kick and it just doesn't do any damage. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, he's right. <laughs> like, I couldn't even move an inch closer. I'd be on top of the guy. I'd probably be connecting for damage that way. So I didn't really like the hitbox boxes wasn't a fan of it but this game oozes style like even more so than some of the other games we've talked about that had style but not enough to get into the essential games list i think this is actually like a very complete nes game uh especially as a launch title uh but it for me there's just not enough there's not enough substance into the actual gameplay uh, despite being able to do all the different punches and kicks, there's not enough there that makes it worth it to keep the, to keep the grind of trying to get through just one round of five floors, let alone beating the five floors and saying like, "All right, let's do it again on Dragon Two. Like, you know, it's that's just that's the personal opinion, but for me, not essential. Yeah, I, I tried fighting for you guys, uh, Kung Fu Master fans. And they're definitely out there, okay? The <laughs> yeah. Kung Fu fan base stays alive. I still alive. have problems with you calling it One Punch Man, but... Yeah, <laughs> definitely a Four-Punch was... Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's because it's like, it's one 
succession of punches. You know? <laughs> it's like one round of punches. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's what I was saying. That's what I was saying. One group of four punches. We, yeah. cannot, we cannot talk any longer about this. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so with that, I'm just going to say that's all the time we have for this episode of Nostalgia. Join us next time for Pinball. For more Nostalgia, please subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen, and be sure to check out NostalgiaCast.com. That's N-E-S-T-A-L-G-I-A-Cast.com. There you'll find links to the show and show notes, as well as our other platforms, such as Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Thank you so much for your support of Nostalgia. We thank you for spending time with us. I'm Michael Esposito. You can find me on at Esposito Film on Twitter, and I'll talk to you soon. (laughs) 